0: Hey. Uh, you feeling it what are you feeling it yeah i'm feeling it Bella here
1: uh, there you go i got some <laughs> i got some i got some gold on me <laughs> great we're, great we're meeting halfway Yeah, i know so uh, chaco i want to i I'm, thank you for taking the time with me Um, So you and your fans know who I am. I I own, uh, I'm Brett Barish. I own a whole bunch of liquor and wine brands, Bel Air, Bamboo, McQueen, Vion. Um, I get to do this amazing series we call Self-Made, where I get to interview famous, famous people who've made it. Uh, But it's all about, it's all about what I call the self-made side, which is the grind to get there. I ask everybody the same thing. I'm going to ask you when I start which is chaka what does self-made mean to you uh self-made like you know me I'm an
0: African artist and to us here yeah, it's very difficult it's nothing easy you know so I think self-made describes every struggling artist you know it describes your process to success you know so it's nothing easy we grew up I grew up uh, in a town called Kumba right now we have a crisis going on there, so you can imagine the hardship it takes for you to be, you know, come from that, you know, that area to here to me even talking to you right now. So I think that that already explains everything.
1: Is 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 it two struggles? One is is coming from where you came from, but two is you know you wanted to be in the music space. Is that a struggle itself? Yeah, you know, your music music
0: hits you like. Right? If you want to be a star, if you want, if you have the passion and you want to achieve it, you must work hard. You need to go out there and hustle, I mean, you know, from studios, it wasn't easy for me because I grew, up in, I grew up in a remote area called Kumba and I went to school in Nigeria where I discovered Afrobeat and I came back here trying to open doors, you know, to force my people to listen to my kind of music because here in Cameroon, we listen to a different genre of music. So I had to bring that Afrobeat and my style that I kind of learned from Nigeria to here. So it, was, it wasn't
1: easy for me, you know? What, and, was there anybody doing Afrobeats in Cameroon? Yeah, right now everybody's doing Afrobeat. No, like no, no, back no. When, back when you started.
0: Yeah, there were artists. There were, Stanley Enner was doing it, but I think Stanley Enner started with rap. Stanley started doing rap music and a couple of people were doing it, but it, was, it wasn't really mainstream
1: back then. So, when you, when you moved, when you were in Nigeria, yeah. when, I'm sure you remember listening to Afrobeat. When, when did it click where you're like, shit, this is, this is the music I like? This is the kind of music I want to play? I think I heard one song. It was Nice.
0: An artist called Nice. The title of the song was Konguaso. <laughs> I don't know what it means, but I would stay at my window in my room and I would listen to the sound. I was like, what's this? It was kind of like blend with Yoruba and the rhythm really got me. So I walked from my house to the roadside just to listen to the music. Because back in the days, there was no, I think there was no YouTube. There was no YouTube <laughs> back in the day. So I would go to the road and i asked ask the lady playing the song like, what, what kind of music is this? He said, uh, Alphabet, the name of the artist is nice. So I bought the CD. I took it back home and I listened to it all night. That's how I fell in love with Alphabet. Yeah. <laughs> What, but
1: it was the beat, it was that's what caught you was it the, the melody, beat, the, the, yeah. The melody, the melody got me. And what, what, what do you, like from that moment? What did you do? Did you just start trying to mimic that? Did you try to listen to more music in the same genre? You know what I mean? Yeah, I listened to other artists, and I, and I searched other Nigerian
0: artists. You know, I discovered B Square, lots of them. So I was into the music, and I kind of like got inspired. To write to write my own songs. And I went to the studio, I did a couple of songs. But then I was in school, so I wasn't really fully into the music. See when I got done with school, and you know, I said, okay, let me go full time. So I came back
1: home. Yeah. Is is uh uh what was it about music that when did you realize I want to do music as for a living? This is what I want to do. Uh,
0: you know, in Africa, it's, 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 you know, it's kind of difficult to do what you want to do. Because here, yeah, our parents decide our future. They decide what you have yep. to do. You know, you're going to be a lawyer, you're going to be a doctor, and music wasn't part of the, you know, the whole list. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. It's
0: either you're a doctor, you're a lawyer, a pilot or something, astronaut, something like that. So music wasn't part of it. So I had to go to school. I studied computer engineering. So when I was done with school, and my dad said, okay, now you can do... Whatever I want to do, if you want to do music, OK, go ahead. So from there, I came to Cameroon, you know, to try to make a name. I started hustling with my friends and putting out music. And then I got signed, so that was the process. And t- take me mean?
1: through, but, but you make it sound easy. It wasn't easy. Take it me wasn't through, easy. Trust me, it, it wasn't t- easy. What does that mean? Like, you were making music. How were you making music? Were, were you, you, did, did you ever actually have a studio you could go to? You just do it at your house? No, I didn't have a studio. So what, what happened
0: was, when I came to Cameroon, I met some of my friends. So they had a, a, a little studio in the house. So they used to live in the studio, real story. So yeah. I, I, when I came there, I told them, listen, I want to do music, can I join you guys? They were like, yeah, why not? So we came in, we were like a couple, like five artists in the house. we sleep there, we make music. There are times where we sleep at the couch. So the process was kind of difficult, but because of the passion and the love, we kept going. I think that's what you meant by
1: self-made. So
0: it wasn't.
1: <laughs> Was it? I think there's something fantastic about the idea that it's you and four or five other struggling artists all wanting to get artists. there.
0: Yeah. So we have one producer and one, two, three, like four other artists. Only one producer. So he worked with, you know, an artist in the morning and in the afternoon and somebody in the evening. So. It was basically just work, just making music and, and, and struggling. That's it. We and how did music. you get
1: music out to people?
0: We put it on social media. Back in the day, we put it on social media, and I hope that we get a big label that's going to sign us. And sometimes we go to radio stations, we go to TV stations, we beg them, to, oh, I'm an upcoming artist, I'm struggling. Can you get my music on, you know, on your TV? Can you get my music on your radio? And, you know, in Cameroon, we, we have, like, the French part and the, and the English part. So we, we are from the English part. So, and the French part is more, they have more population, they're more populated. So we kind of like, we marginalize with like, I think 20% wow. of the country. So they have the radio, they have the TV and everything. So we have to leave the English part to the French part just to promote our music. And some of us back in the days, if you can't speak French, then you can't get your music on TV. You know, you can you can sing in French or so you can get your music on radio. So we were facing all these challenges and at the same time we had no
1: money. <laughs> so what was what was what was the first break for you? What was the first kinda notch on your belt? The first break was when I did a I did a cover of a Nigerian song.
0: Kiss Daniel, what you so I was in the studio with my guys as usual, five of us and one guy came in, I was like, ah, oh, I was recording. So he was like, you sound like Kiss Daniel. Uh, are you Kiss Daniel? I said, no, I'm teasing. <laughs> you guys have the same kind of voice, I swear. Then he played the song. So one other guy said, no, you can't sing like that. I said, no, I can do that. So they were like, okay. The producer said, okay, I'm going to make a beat right now, and you're going to freestyle on the beat. I said, okay, go ahead. He made the beat, and I did a freestyle. So as I did a freestyle, they made a little video and put it on social media, and it went viral in my country. So, people started loving the song. Everywhere I go, they're playing the cover. People were like, oh, you gotta, do this, you gotta do this. I was like, okay. So, I can really do this. <laughs> so, I did another song called Stay With Me, and it was everywhere. And Little,
1: was it literally the, the next song was also successful?
0: Yes, Stay With Me. It was a success. And it got me signed to a label called Blue Nation Recordings. I went, they invited me, what happened was, they invited me on a, TV, on a TV show. I went there and I did the song and the owner of my label saw me and asked for my number. So he called me and was like, no, let's do this. I love your music. Uh, I just created a new label and I want you on it. So from, from then on, I think my, my, my life changed, my career. You know, I had a, I had a career because back then we were just struggling. So...
1: Do, do, do you keep in touch with the five guys from the house?
0: Yeah, we're friends, you date? <laughs> One is married, is, though.
1: <laughs> <laughs> is, uh, is, is, is Afrobeats in Cameroon? T- t- tell me if there's a difference between Afrobeats in Cameroon and Afrobeats in Nigeria. Uh, I think Afrobeats
0: simply means, you know, like, beats from Africa. I think that's how I look at it. But Nigeria, because Nigeria have been doing this for a long time, people just identify Afrobeats to Nigeria. But I think that's not the case because we have other people doing Afrobeats, doing great in Africa. We have like Kenya, Tanzania, we have Diamond, we have people in South Africa doing a lot. And we have people in Cameroon doing great music. We have people here, we have Stanley, we have Salatia, a lot of people that are making music. But it's difficult because we here, Cameroonians don't impose the music like the Nigerians do. Nigerians impose the music, you know? Wait, say that last part again, you don't? We don't impose our music. Meaning
1: world, push like, it on people. Don't like push it on the
0: world, like, like force it to the people. Yep. Like, you know, they force your music. Everywhere you go, you must listen to the music. You know, if you're Nigeria, you listen to only Nigerian music. So that's how it is. Outside, when they're out there, they promote their music in clubs and everywhere. Here, we're kind of limited like that. So uh, I think the only difference is probably the language. But the beats are the same. Same beats, just different language and, and culture. Thing it's a whole difference in culture, you, know?
1: you, you, you went uh, So we have some of the same friends. You went on tour with Tiwa Savage and Diamond. Yeah. Are, th- is, are people generally supportive of each other? Here
0: in Cameroon? Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know, but I have friends. Like, I have people that I roll with. I don't roll with everybody, but I have people that, you know, I really support them.
1: They're you part of your, everybody, I guess. They're your, like everybody, you got to build your army. You got to build your army, right? You got to be your army, yeah. So I have friends. I have people that I know got my back, like, you
0: know, Stanley got my back. I have a lot of friends here. But right now, we're at a point where we just want to grow together. We just want to try to implement our music, to push our music out there. So I see us working together. And what we started was like kind of a little beef here and there. But right now, I think people are more mature and they feel like, we, you know, We need to take our music
1: out there. We need to try to push our music and get more you What do you think would help, you know, whether it's specifically Afrobeats in Cameroon or just Cameroon music, the hip hop scene, you know? Mm -hmm. What do you think would take things to the next level for you? For me,
0: I think I need to take my music to a a bigger fan base. I need to try to push my music. Doing this with you and trying to get more exposure, I think that's what I want to do, you know? I need, I need to kind of take my music to a place where I've never been before, so people know my story and try to, you know, know more about me, then know more about my country. So I think that's the next step for me. Where, where are you
1: most surprised to find you have fans? America, the U.S. <laughs> that, and and you're you're seeing that they like you. They're seeing that they're listening to you. You're seeing it, and it's unexpected. Yeah, I
0: think the first, the second song I did. Uh, Stay with me. America has put people in America. Africans, I think, in America pushed it a lot. So I started getting a lot of love from America. You know, they really showed me love, my music. Even when I did my first show like 2017, my first tour, they were there to support sold-out shows. So I think America
1: is. Where's a market that that you'd like to be big in? What now? What's a market (laughs) that you want to be big in, that you want to be known in? The country, yeah. Uh,
0: everywhere. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Everywhere. You know, my biggest, my biggest goal, my biggest dream when I was a kid was, you know, for people to know, listen, know me and listen to my music. You know, get to know
1: what I do and listen to my music. So, who are you listening to now, for example, out of the U.S. In the U.S. Yeah, Chris Brown. A lot of artists.
0: I, I love Chris Brown. I love Rick Ross, <laughs> his rap, and there's Future, there's The Weeknd, a lot of artists. How about,
1: how about within Africa?
0: In Africa, we have, of course, we have our boys back here in Cameroon, listening to my brother's music, Stanley, Lee, Salatiel, Boy, and Diamond, a lot of African, a lot of artists that people don't even know, but they're so talented, I listen to them. One of my biggest, one of my biggest strength is lifting other artists. You know, here in Cameroon, I try to discover talent. So there's a lot of talent here. I, I, I feel my, my country has a lot of talent that people don't know yet. People have not discovered
1: the potential. Do you think? Do you think that could be the next stage for you? You managing other people? You You, produce, you, you having your own label? You having your own artists?
0: Yeah, I, think I have a management management a management company that I'm trying to build. Business management. There we try to, you know, help younger artists, younger talented artists and try to push them to the world. That's what I'm doing right now. Yeah. I did a song so, All My Life. Yeah, it's on YouTube and I I, I had like 10 up and coming talented artists on it. So and it did well. People appreciated the work. And some of them are getting signed, some of them are getting gigs out of Cameroon.
1: So I think
0: I'm doing a lot already. <laughs>
1: It, d- d- does that feel just as good as having, you know, your own hit song? You know what I mean? Helping yeah. somebody else? Yeah, because,
0: you know, my country is struggling. Yeah. You know, we're not we're not that many. We, musically right now, in urban music, we're kind of, like, struggling a bit. So I think we need to push the next generation to join us to fight and, you know, try to take our music out there. See, like, David, what Davido is doing, bringing up artists every minute, every minute, so they come and they, they all join together and push after a bit. I think that, that's what we need to do here leave other people, leave other artists. So, you know?
1: so, there there seems to be a big movement in the U.S. for the love mm-hmm. of Afrobeat. Do you feel that from it, from even just being in Cameroon? Do you feel that there's a sense of, you know, people are really a- aspiring to, 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 to work with African artists?
0: Yeah. Like, I see Bonobo, I see David, I see all these artists doing big things out there in America. And I see... Chris Brown featuring Whiskey on his track. You know, there's a lot of things happening. Drake and Thames, you know. I think African artists right now are doing big. They're doing big things uh, in the world when it comes to music. I think we back in the day, two I, years ago, this wasn't possible. But right now, it's happening. So I think it's a, it's a great step. And it's just going to get bigger.
1: It's just going to, yeah, it's not going to stop. Bigger. Yeah cuz and it doesn't it, which is interesting about Afrobeats versus I can almost say a little bit about that with respect to latin you don't even have to understand the words it's the beat that gets you yes it's the, the melody the
0: melody and everything yeah you, when you're in
1: a club um, you have to step
0: you don't you don't necessarily need to understand the words the the beats get you going you know
1: so i i read if I, if i'm right on this you carry an award with you wherever you go <laughs> Okay. Oh, I think that's an.
0: It was an interview I did with BBC. Uh, Yeah, I think it was the first award I got for collaborating with the younger artists that I I put on.
1: And what does that mean?
0: Why do that? What does that mean for you? You know, sometimes you know it's not easy for an artist. Sometimes you get depressed. Sometimes the weight is too heavy for you to carry. And sometimes you feel like, oh, I want to give up. Let me just go somewhere and I'm okay. I got a lot of money. I can take care of my family. You know, no need to keep pushing. But you know. That keeps me going, you know. Make me realize there's so many people that still need me here. You know? So it keeps you, it keeps you grounded. Yes, it keeps me grounded. I, w- I was like, look at these artists that were just there some few years ago, and nobody knew them. Today, they're getting awards for best collaboration. I think it's something that I need to remind myself of all the time. Keep
1: did Did you ever? And and uh, I, I've been at that point. Did you ever? Were you ever at a point of you know what I? I I shouldn't do this. I'm sure there were people telling you don't do it. But yeah, yeah. Did you ever? We're did you ever get a sense of okay? I, I, I got to find something else. That engineering degree is going to come in handy.
0: Yeah, you know, my parents attacked me so much <laughs> when I just started. They were like, you know, you have to stop this music thing. Go and get, you know, go back to your work. Go and get a job somewhere else. My dad will always put my my degree in my bag. Okay, and he would call me later say, yo. Open your back, I said, okay, that's your have You gotta look for a job I stop this nonsense we're doing. <laughs> so it wasn't easy, trust me. But you know, I kept
1: believing in myself, I kept pushing. Yeah. when did when did he get on board? When did he realize, you know what, my son's got he's got something he can do. <laughs> when I did this. my
0: first tour in the US, I came back and I, I gave him money I gave him money to he wanted to get to build a house in his village, so I gave him the money and that's when he he believed, you know, in the home music thing especially when I did the first year score. <laughs> it was like,
1: that is my son. <laughs> Isn't that an amazing <laughs> feeling, though, to, have, to if you can turn him, if you can make him a believer? Yeah, it's crazy.
0: You know, I went back home uh, like two years ago. We did a huge concert, me and another artist called Kosi, We did a huge concert in my hometown, and he came on stage, and the fans were singing my song, and he was, he was there with me. So that's, like, the last moment we had together because he passed on, like, a week later.
1: So... That's so cool. So give me... give me... Chaco, give me three people, three three shout-outs who've been in your corner since day one.
0: Uh, First, I would say... Slim Beats, the producer that believed in me when I came back from Nigeria, Slim Beats. He produced all my first, you know, songs, EP and everything. He was there from day one. He slept in the same room five of us are Slim bits, And then I have Marvin Slim. Everybody has Slim in it. <laughs> he was the one that signed me. He believed in me, too, and signed me uh, to his level of Blue Nation. Then, I don't know, i say God, i will say my mom, my parents, my family, <laughs> that's it, yeah. Um, tell me something that you learned from Diamond. Uh, I think Diamond has a really, really massive foundation. I don't know how he did it, but he has a very, very massive fan base. Uh, the fact that he left his country to Nigeria. Because back in the days, Tanzania was not really known in music. Yeah. Yep. Nigeria was. I believe he when he came to Nigeria and did a song with David, the remix of a song. So the move for him to leave his country, I, I think he was com- comfortable with there in Tanzania. But he said no. This isn't enough. I want to go out there, you know, put my country in the map. I think that's what I really, really
1: respect about him. Yeah. what what did you learn from Stanley? Stanley. <laughs> uh, this
0: is this happened 2017 when I just did my first my US tour. I came to Cameroon. We did this song my way. I think 2018. So after we did the song, we did the video. Then he called me one day. Like, it's like, easy. We have to push this music. I said, okay, I'm up, call me, let's go. It's okay, come to my house. So I came to his place, we went to almost every club in the city, pulling the music, vibing with the DJs, back to Babu, did that for like a week. And I called him up one day, I was like, damn you're a hard worker. So he's very, very hard working. He calls me all the time when I'm down, when he sees me on social media, so maybe I have a little boss going on. <laughs> you call me at times, it's easy to be strong, you know, we have to keep going, we have to make the music, we have to take it to the next level. You know, Cameroon needs us, he needs his music. So he's always that one person that keeps you going and he never gives up,
1: you know. It's That's like, awesome. So i gonna ask you the reverse. What do you think, if I asked him, what do you think he learned from you?
0: <laughs> I think he would say my humility, the way I, you know, I help other artists, the way I try to I, you know, I connect with people, you know. The way I put people on. I think that he learned that for me.
1: What's <laughs> next?
0: What's next? Uh I have a, an album that just came out. So Love and I'm War? Going, Love and War. So I've been coming through the years to promote my album and try to get some collaborations. I'm just trying to push my music, you know, the way I can, promote it out there.
1: And you know,
0: got the world to listen to Cameroona for beats. <laughs>
1: Well, yeah. well, when you come to the U.S., you got to come and visit us in New York or Atlanta or both. Stanley's Stanley's here. Um, okay. We're shooting something with him, which I'm excited about. Um, uh, we'll support the hell out of you. We'll make good shit happen. All right. Yeah.
0: Hey, thank you very much, man. I appreciate I appreciate you a lot.
1: Chuck love hearing your story, my friend. Um, keep grinding. Don't stop. Let's keep building. Let's keep building Afrobeats, Cameroon, and you. All right. All right. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. It's an honor. Cheers, my friend. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Cheers. 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 Thank you, Chaco. All right. Take care.